Angela Yee, and y'all know I love to travel. Well, my friends in the U.S. Virgin Islands and I are inviting you to the gorgeous islands of St. Thomas, St. Croix, and St. John. From the amazing food to the warm hospitality, culture, and gorgeous beaches, USVI has everything you want in a destination, and no passport is required when traveling from the U.S. Start planning your getaway at visitusvi.com. That's visitusvi.com. USVI, naturally in rhythm. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. It's Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee, and Jasmine Brand is here. Yes. And this is a true legend in the building. Ralph McDaniels is here with us. And listen, so I've spoken to you before extensively about Video Music Box. You know, I grew up watching Uncle Ralph on Video (laughs) Music Box. And you ventured into something new, right? Right now you have this um, Roscoe Learns About Video Music Box. Yes. And so this is an educational tool. So can you tell us about how you even ended up doing this to educate the the younger kids about Video Music Box. So, you know, I work with the library in New mm-hmm. York. Um, I've been there, the Queens, Queen's Public yes, Library. Queen's Public Library, yes, you have. And you've always been a friend of libraries. And so I was looking around and I was like, well, we need some more hip-hop for the younger kids. And where is there a space for them? And I started looking at the children's books. And so the seven-plus area seemed like a safe place for me because I wanted to keep it authentic to the culture. And so we started thinking about what a book would look like. And I had no idea that it would come out this fast. We worked on it with the writer, um, Shay Donaldson and um, um, Ed, Ed Hayes. And next thing I know, the book was in my hands. And I was like, oh, okay, we did a book. You know, <laughs> This is more like a workbook, it's though. It's a coloring workbook, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a read where, you know, there are read. You know, mm-hmm. you can read. I'd love to get Angela to read. And, you know that. Uh, <laughs> I, listen, as you know, anytime you need me to be somewhere, yes. all you have to do is say the word. Yes, and so it's 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 exciting because um, going into these schools, I, I work in schools all the time. You know, you're around kids, and, you know, they just need a little help and something they can identify with. And I think that the hip-hop is definitely where their, their head is at. It's not like, you know, the young school stuff that's out now, but it talks about hip-hop culture and things that are going on right now and also gives them a little bit of work. It's not even easy. It's like a little bit of it's real work you got to put, in, put into this. Listen, I want to talk about your partnership, too, with the Queens Public Library and what you've been doing, the work you've been putting in there. Uh, what I love about the library that people don't talk about enough is it's not only about books, but there's a lot of other things that kids can learn. Yes. You know, I know here in our public library system, they can even learn how to edit video. Yes. Um, there's a whole facility for that. They can learn how to podcast and do all those different kinds of things. So I 
always encourage kids to go in and do that. That's something great, too, because I could imagine like a modern day, you know, young kids video music box with something like that could look like. I like that. You want an executive producer? I'm down <laughs> with it. Let's do it. <laughs> because honestly, like it's so different today when you think about what kids are like when they go out. You know, when, like, how often do you go to a party or a club? Because I know I barely go anymore. Right. What about you? I don't really go unless I'm working and I'm right. in, in little, that little vacuum that we're in and then we do <laughs> what we do and then we leave. So I don't know what's going on. But I have an idea. It's a little crazy. It's, it, you know, they doing their thing. It's not like back in the day. Well, the young kids dance. They have their dances and stuff. So that's that's not true. I was going to say they don't dance anymore. They just, but they definitely do. TikTok yeah. right. dances. Yeah. 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 Dance every TikTok song. TikTok challenges. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes, yes. But I think that... You know, there's, there's, you know, look, we used to be doing everything, and I'm sure they do whatever it is that they do in there and have fun. But, you know, look, it's a different time. That's yeah. all. It's a different time. It is, but I think there's a lot of skill that comes along with being able to. Mm-hmm. Um, to do something like this, right? When it comes to, there's a videographer, there's an editor, there's a producer, and then you're coming up with questions, you're keeping a conversation going, you're doing research. You know, it's not like, and and people think you just go in front of the camera and it's easy. Just wing it. It, Even you being in a position of, you know, when you had to interview people, that's not an easy job. Not at all. Uh, to do <laughs> in the middle of a crowd mm-hmm. <laughs> and also having to know things about people because you go in there and people have to feel comfortable with you you know like right. back then Jay-Z had to feel comfortable he wasn't letting people in his sphere Nas had to feel comfortable and safe to know that you know you've never been a shock jock you've never tried to be the type of person that will capture something that could get somebody you know in trouble or to go quote because back then they wasn't really like going viral right. <laughs> you know no, the way I, that it is I, now I, I appreciate that, you know, because you 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 peeped that out. You know, a lot of people just didn't realize that I did have a relationship with them, and I wanted to keep that relationship with these artists, and you know, be able to do other things, you know, outside of entertainment, maybe, you know. So I kept that relationship with with Jay and Nas. Quite obviously, just did my documentary with uh, Mass Appeal for Showtime. And, you know, and it's fun when we're with each other. It's not really business. And even 50, 50's like, man, I love when I'm sitting with you, Ralph, Mm -hmm. because I feel like I don't have to be 50 Cent. I could just be whoever from South Jamaica, Queens. And even you moving from the space of interviewing people to like, okay, I want you to direct my video. That's a level of trust, too, because it's not like you were pitching yourself like, hey, you know, let me work on this. People were coming to you. Yeah. because of how much they trusted like what it was that you had done and built and building something that you had no idea where it would land. Yeah. No, we had no idea. It was all something in my head, a vision. Mm-hmm. I woke up with one day and said, I think I could do this. And nobody knew what I was talking about when I first started because it didn't exist. And so that's for anybody who's listening, like, don't worry about that. Just do it. You know, go through the process, walk through it. You know, I'm, you know don't be, um, a lot of times people are fearful of things. I'm fearful right. of things now. And you know, I'm like, well, I don't know, I don't want to look crazy, but don't worry about that. Just do it. You know, I'm a little bit older now, so I know how to go through the process, but when I was younger, there were probably things that I could have accomplished maybe 30 years ago that I didn't do because I was fearful of it. You think that when you're younger, you're more fearful or um when you get older cuz I feel like when I was younger, I might have taken more risks. And then now you kind of like you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God no one was there to document that, but um <laughs> I think we take, the, you know, we, we stay in a lane that we're comfortable with mm-hmm. and that we, we, you know, we feel like we can talk about this. 
But sometimes, you know, somebody says, well, I think you should do that. And it just doesn't feel comfortable. So you, you kind of like, uh, I don't know. Uh, and you, you, you waste time, waste time, waste time. Years go by before you do it. Like, I don't know. This was so easy. I could have done this right. 10 years ago. Yeah, you get to the point where I like to do things that are challenging. And then when you figure it out, you're like, oh, that wasn't so bad. Right. You know, you have to do it first. When Ray Dijon was up here, he was talking about how Video Music Box really helped him, too. Yeah. You know, um, how, was it hard for you when you weren't hosting and had other people hosting? Because that's your baby. <laughs> and so sometimes you look at stuff and you're like, are they doing that how I would have done it? Or how was that for you, you know, sometimes giving up the reins? Yeah, I could be an idiot and I'd be like, you should have asked them this. You should have <laughs> said this. You didn't ask them the main thing. And, you know, but, you know, people, I, I got used to people being them, themselves. And the hardest part of what we do is managing personalities. Mm -hmm. That's the hardest part of everything, yeah. you know, and letting people do what they do and feel comfortable about it. And then giving them some tips on, you know, things that they, you know, you should do a little homework. You know, that's OK, but we'll, 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 we'll tighten it up. We'll, we'll edit it and make it work. So, Would you like to ever do a reimagined version of Video Music Box? What is a reimagined version? Or the same thing? Or would you like to do, you know, something? Yeah, I mean, like updated or I don't I don't think it's outdated, but I don't know no. if you have a different remix in your mind. Yeah, I would I you know, I used to watch um um um, what's the show with uh, the, the news? TMZ, right? Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, I could be like um, the Harvey. guy in the back, Harvey, mm -hmm. and, and let them do what they do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I just, and maybe I don't have to be on set all the time. I pop up every once in a while and they want to get the OG's opinion on it. <laughs> hey, my name's Jay Shetty and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're gonna love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. Woo! 
As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, because I feel like there's also not, like, the lane for videos to be seen on a program anymore. Right, yeah. You know, the way it is now, like, we'll see it launch on, you know, YouTube YouTube or on Instagram. Somebody puts their video out or on TikTok. Right. But there's no program where it's, like, people are actually playing the videos, talking about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think people want to see that. You know, there's so many creative artists. There's so many creative directors out here. I love the content that I see, and I'm like... You know, it goes into this machine of Instagram and then, you know, for a week you see it and then it's gone, you right. know. And so where do we find it? I don't even remember the title of it. You know, like, yeah. how do we find these things? I remember one of the executives at, you know, Viacom telling me, oh, the people are not interested in watching videos. They'll watch it on YouTube. I said, but how do they know it's on YouTube? Like, how do they right. know mm-hmm. where to find these things? So Yeah, because usually I see videos, like, if I'm following somebody and then they post it, but... I don't know how do I know. Yeah, like, I, I think I sometimes I see what's trending, and it has to be something that was that stands out in the video, mm-hmm. and then it starts trending. Then you're like, oh, what is this? Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, unless you're a, a hardcore fan, you're not gonna know when their right. video's coming out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you 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 see something that came out a year ago or two years ago. It was like, I never saw this in my life. Like, what is this? Yeah. This is amazing. Who is this artist? I see videos when I'm getting my hair done. I'm like, I've never seen any of these videos. <laughs> now, look, do you watch Tubi movies? I somewhat do. You know, I've been seeing some of that stuff trending. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's trending right now, uh-huh. which is cool for, for the filmmakers and, you know, and folks that don't necessarily have big budgets or they just, you know, they, they somehow got it to Tubi and, they, and then that's their lane and they're going to continue to make films for Tubi, mm-hmm. you know, which is it's fine. You know, I think that we've always had a place where we can find the hip hop has always had a place where we could find certain things that we just would never see in mainstream. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. never see and like her some of Tubi I do. movies. Listen, right. and, a, and a lot of people, there's, I, what I like is that it levels the playing field and other people can monetize, you know, so you're not relying on these big studios to make things happen. Yeah. You can actually get out there and make it happen for yourself. And sometimes just doing things is the best education. You know, there is something to be said for going to school and being able to afford to take classes, but then there's a whole nother, the learn it yourself mm-hmm. and do it, and that's how you learn type of education too. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I think, I, I, I love it. You know, you know, there's there's plenty of great filmmakers out here. They started making music videos first or started making content for, you know, the, you know, internet or whatever, and and now they're, they're doing their thing with Tubi, and, and that maybe we'll get them to another platform. That, that'll be great. You know, and I think for you, Uncle Ralph, people came to you because, like I said, they wanted you to work with them. So even you doing this book, you had no idea, you know, the lane that this could uh, have you going. So so what have you learned from this whole process and what's the vision that you see? Um, The most important thing to me was the education part of it. And so when I started looking at some of the workbook stuff in it, I was like, I don't really know about this as much as I should. So Mm -hmm. I started to do a little homework 
and what some of the institutions like schools and libraries and um, wherever that young people are at and they're doing their learning, I wanted to learn from them. And I took it to teachers first. Mm -hmm. You know, I said, tell me what you think. And my aunt is a is a, is a retired teacher. And I said, I really need your honest opinion. And she was like, this is amazing. I said, no, don't, don't say it because it's me. I want to know. And she says, no, no, no. This is exactly what I've been pushing for our kids to have. And we just don't have it. And I was like, okay, I like that. And so, you know, they're learning about our, our culture. And there's, you know, there's other things to do here. And, you know, then, you know, I heard about, you know, coloring books are a cool thing right now. Mm -hmm. Like people are, adults are used. Are, yeah, you know, they have like adult it's, color it's therapy. Books too. Yeah. Right. They say the color, the color inside the lines. Yes. And so that part, it, it, it falls into that situation. And, and, you know, and, and it's, it's all a culture. It's, 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 it's just what kids as a, as when I was a kid, this is what I would want. Right, I could see I some um, video music box kids clothes. I just bought Jasmine's daughter some um, Rock the Bells Gap oh, uh, sweats, yeah. which yes. is so cute. Like I love that. I love that we're able to take things. And I know, like, look, a lot of people are doing things. It's the 50th anniversary of hip hop. Right. It's the 40th anniversary of video music box. Also, by the way, mm -hmm. yes. and a lot of brands are trying to incorporate, like, you know, some throwback hip hop, some fundamentals um, into the mix. But I also, while I, I look at it like, okay, but I also look at it like, I like that. Yeah. Like, I like to be able to see, I want to see her daughter wearing, like, some sweats with Rock the Bells, mm -hmm. with LL Cool, with LL cool on, on the leg. Yeah. 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 You know? She don't and, know what she going to be wearing. And so that's why I like this, because it is important for the younger generation to understand. Like, a kid could be doing this, Roscoe learns about video music box, and now they know this was the 40th anniversary, this is Ralph McDaniels, yeah. he's a man behind video music box. Those things are important for mm -hmm. people to understand you know, our history. Those are always the most um, fascinating documentaries and stories to me, like how things got started. Yeah, yeah. No, we have to do it. As, you know, we get older, I'm older now, I've been, you know, around this for 40 years. I'm like, okay, what do I do right now? I'm not, you know, necessarily with a 20-year-old, 25-year-old. Mm -hmm. Where can I fit in and what can I do? And I tell some of my peers that, you know, at my age and been around hip-hop for a long time, you know, like, you know, I don't know if you need to make a song again. You know, like, I'm not sure. <laughs> you know, you can nice. do that for you. You can do that for you. I don't know if you need to put it out. But you clearly can communicate with people. You've been doing this. Stop it. You can clearly communicate with people. And I think you should get into this space because right. you can talk. If it's, if it's radio, po podcasting, if it's, you know, going to schools and just reading the book, you know, whatever it is. And, and I think it's great. You know, there are people like uh, A. Marie has a book club, yes. you know, and I'm, I, you know, I follow her, you Me know, too. you know, and she I want to know. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah we had awesome. her up here to talk about her book club. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, like, I'm like, I got to get this to A. Marie, you right. know, so this is, you know, because she'll get it, you know, it's her, it's her world. And, and I don't know how she got into that, but there are f plenty of folks that are just into. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. 
It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts books and you know and they would be able to distribute them to the right people and get them into their their spaces i mean i would be into seeing you know uh, ralph mcdaniels like behind the videos are some classic uh, videos because you debuted a lot of those yeah. on video music box i want to ask you with a limited amount of time on on the show for you to play videos i remember i interned at mtv right mm -hmm. and they would present to the music manager a video and then they would have a music meeting every week to see like what could get onto the air. People had to actually pitch it, and they would be pitching hard. Like I remember Diddy. We went to Daddy's house mm -hmm. um, when I was interning, and my uh, the person um, Fred Jordan was his name, who Fred, I was yeah. interning mm -hmm. interning for, and it was like a whole to do. Like they had champagne, they had drinks. They were like, "Okay, we're gonna play the video." Oh, wow! And, and so it was really like, did did people have to come to you and kind of pitch their videos because you know it wasn't like everything was going to make it on the air. Right, yeah. I mean, people would come, Jay and, and, and um, Rockefeller days, they would come mm -hmm. with the with the uh, champagne and all of that. <laughs> and it'd be in a, like a basket That's and the nice. videos mm -hmm. in the middle. And I'd be like, okay. <laughs> the gift box. Like, right. All right, put this on next week. <laughs> Can you talk about some of the big videos that you debuted? Um, wow. All of them. I mean, there's nothing up to, you know, like once it got to about 97, mm -hmm. then, you know, we would, 
you know, MTV. See, the the, pro, the the way I would beat MTV to the punch is because you had to go through a process. Yeah, that's what I said. It's oh. a whole process. <laughs> yeah, a lot of red tape. People right. had to pitch, then they had to prove it. Yeah. Then they might be like, oh, we can't air this because it has this word or it right. has, yeah. So they just had to get to you. All they had to do to... was come to the office. Like, if my show came on at 3.30, <laughs> 2 o'clock, somebody showed up with the video, and then Puff would be like, yo, I'm, please play it. Please play it right now. And I'll be like, I got you. It's Craig Mack or it's, you know, mm -hmm. Black Rob or whoever it is. Mm -hmm. And and we would play it because I knew that we were, you know, the thing about hip hop is we want to hear it first. Right. Yeah. And I said, okay, if I can get it to the airways yeah, first. It's exclusive. Yeah. Then I got it exclusive. And so that was always my, my position on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Remember people used to spend a million dollars on a video? Crazy. Yeah. Well, Hype Williams. Yeah. Yep. Hype was my assistant. He started with me. Really? And he, you know, we started doing videos. I gave him the first couple of videos. He lived in Queens on Linden Boulevard. And I pick him up, <laughs> get in the car, and we drive. And he was a, he, he worked in our art department. And then he said, I want to do videos. And I said, all right. We, I said, try this one. And people wanted me to do it. And I'm like, no, nah, this kid is good. He got an eye. And then he became, you know, hype and, you know, one of the most amazing directors, hip-hop directors ever. How were you able to first start monetizing when you started Video Music Box? Like, how long did that take to figure out, like, how are we going to make some money off of this? Because we do have people to pay. It does cost money to, to be able to do this work. Yeah, and we were on a, a non-commercial station. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, what was it, Channel 31? Yeah, right? Channel yeah. 31. Mm -hmm. And so we, um, I was, people started hiring me to host parties. And the parties were packed, and they were charging like $20 or whatever to get in. And then I would see like 2,000 people, 3,000 people, and I was like, I think we should do our own party. <laughs> because <laughs> they just be giving me like $1,000, right. and they making like $40,000. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait a minute. So let's try it out. And so that's how we started trying out. So then once I saw, you know, oh, it's a whole different ball game mm -hmm. right now. So we started doing being a promoter and we started doing our own thing and that's how we 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 made, we made money back then because there wasn't um you know the, the music business has always been, you know, oh, yeah, there are people. Look, the street cats are gonna come and be like, "Yo, Ralph, here, you know, they want to pay you, but you don't want you. Don't, all money is not good money if right. you're out there doing your thing. <laughs> yeah, right. So stay away from that right yeah. there, because you don't want that. So we just <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that. Trust me. You want them kind of problems, right? And now they're like, okay, you gonna put my man's video on, right? Okay. Yeah, so, you know, it keep going, it keep going. <laughs> and so we just wanted to, you know, be be aware of everything that was happening out there so we played the street stuff you know we played the, the the label stuff and just so i could beat people to the punch right right and then at the same time i was directing videos so you know i was making a living off of that really not as much off of video music box okay. i was really making a living off of the all the videos that i did you know wu-tang cream you know and people was like like what's Wu -Tang? what's cream they, they didn't even know what wu-tang was <laughs> and i was like it's gonna be something i you know i feel it and then all of a sudden it was the biggest thing ever and then for you to have worked like you said with nas and mass appeal to do the whole documentary that was on showtime about video music box that had to feel like a whole like 360 from the beginning from somebody that Crazy. he came to you yeah. to work with him like I just want you to do your video music box thing to now I'm working with Nas to actually put out a whole documentary yeah. whose idea was that was that yours or his it was my idea I mm -hmm. had a deal originally with HBO okay and Mark Wahlberg oh wow in the middle of mm -hmm. the pandemic 
and it just dragged out and dragged out and dragged out. So Mark Wahlberg initially wanted to do yeah, the video yeah. music. I can see that. Yeah. Because well, remember, he used to rap the rapper. funky bunch. Mm-hmm. Right. He hates when people bring that up too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. So he, we, you know, it's crazy because I'm having conversations with him. And, you know, and it's dragging out. And it's like, I'm like, this is taking too long, you know. And our contract ran out. And um, Sasha Jenkins from Mass Appeal um, said, hey, what do you think, you know, if we take it to Showtime? I said, well, take it. And him and Nas went to a meeting with, like, ten different ideas. And the first thing the guy said was, you know the guy who does video music? By? Oh, nice. And they were like, yeah. And they were like, we want to do that one. You never know who's looking for you. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly. That's beautiful. Right. Yeah, sometimes you don't even know your own power. Right, right. I had no idea. And so that was it. And Nas wasn't directing at first. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like about three months in, Nas said, you know, um, I want to direct that. I said, you don't have time to do this. You're an artist, bro. You you running around the country. And he's like, no, this is close to my heart. I grew up watching you. You've been to my, my house. You, you've been, you seen my mother when she was alive. You know, you know me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. I said, all right, you know, it didn't take me too long to think about it. Nah, <laughs> all right, bye, Mark. Mark. <laughs> now, you know how Angie has this Tupac interview that she still is like has not put out. I don't know if she ever will. Mm-hmm. Do you have any interviews that you're like hesitant to to ever put out because you're like, oh, they were talking a little wild, a little crazy. I don't mean I don't know what her reason is, right. but do you have anything that you're like, this doesn't feel like I should put it out that you've never. I probably do. You know, like. Like you said, I'm not a shock jock at all. I wasn't at like that. And so there's probably things that we edited, and I'm still playing the edited version of mm-hmm. it and forgetting that there was a whole reason why we edited, <laughs> edited it out. <laughs> because we, we did interviews with everybody from Big to Jay to Nas to Pac, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you in a club and people are drinking and they just talking crazy, you know, and, <laughs> right. and I'd be like. And that is true. In a club with the drinks, yeah, people will people be being themselves. saying yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. They're being themselves. And they, they're talking to you so they're comfortable. Right. right. And I'm just going, oh, we can't play that. Yeah. <laughs> Has anybody ever asked you not to play something like the next day woke up? That's happened to me where they the next day realized what they said and been like, yo, could you take mm-hmm. you know that out? And, and they definitely did. That happened one day when I was like guest hosting on Drink Champs. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. They was drinking. <laughs> exactly, before it comes out. Because sometimes it is also like, well, you set. It's hard because yeah. there's a balance of this is going to be big, but then there's also the responsibility that you have to know that like you're not trying to cause any problems. Right. You know? And you out here in these streets, mm-hmm. you know? And you know I'm outside. <laughs> For real. <laughs> so, you know, you just have to, you know, look, you want to be a responsible journalist. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and some people, you know, don't care about that in journalism at all. They just want to play the raw. And I, and I'm like, nah, you know, let's 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 not use that. Right. Let's not use that. Are there times when you feel like you've done interviews and people have tried to like put t- things out for a salacious headline? Right. Not too much with me. Okay. Nah, not too much with me because they know I'll be. You like I didn't even them. say that like that. Right. Why didn't we? Yeah, they know I'll be looking at them crazy. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> well, so can we look forward to Roscoe Learns About Video Music Box? This is going to be like an ongoing series. Are yes. you already planning to like, you know, roll some more out? Yeah. So this is basically the Video Music Box story, but there will be other hip hop related, just in okay. general, hip hop stories. Mm. Um, because that's originally what they wanted to do. And I was right. like, no, nah, let's do it about Video Music Box. Yeah. I know about Video Music Box. Yeah. <laughs> let's no, let's do that. That would be amazing. Yeah. It would be. Where can, where can Roscoe we get says, protect your neck. 
<laughs> exactly. That's a good, a good one. So you, you can get it online now at, at Tasco Books. It's okay. I-T-A-S-C-A-B-O-O-K-S. And for the holidays around Black Friday, they'll be in retail. Oh, nice. I love it. Yeah. I'm already thinking of some other um, books. I, books. Let's talk about sex. We can have one with salt and pepper mm-hmm. theme. Like we can talk about like that might be for health older. and education. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you you learned that um, health education. This is se- but this is seven. This is seven year old. Yeah, that one might have to be like twelve. <laughs> yeah, it might. Have... You see her? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they got maybe go over age. Pushing the culture mm-hmm. forward. <laughs> I'm just saying that was a responsible, uh, yeah. you know, way to go about it. All right, but thank you so much for joining us. You know, it's always a pleasure. I love when I get a chance to see you out and. Um, you know, invite me back to the library. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I they loved you when she color. came. Oh man, she was amazing. <laughs> you were amazing. And the library was packed, so they they loved you out there in Queens. Come on out. All right. Well, anyway, that I can assist in that. You know, I work with the New York Public Library, yes. so and within that system, anything like when it comes to education, mm-hmm. I'm fully on board. Cool. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Ralph McDaniels. Uncle Ralph Roscoe learns about Video Music Box. Where can they get it again? At Tasco Books or follow me at Video Music Box and you can find out. We're going to do book signings and all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff in the next couple of weeks. Oh, Roscoe learns about cream and then we can do something about like money and finances. There you go. Okay. That'll there be you a go. good book. That's okay, you. Angela. Yes. Okay. All right. It's way up. <laughs> It's Angela Yee, and I love to travel. My friends in the U.S. Virgin Islands and I are inviting you to experience their beautiful islands of St. Thomas, St. Croix, and St. John. USVI is literally one of my favorite places. If you're traveling from the U.S., no passport is required, making travel hassle-free. I love the food, the people, the culture, and the beaches. Gorgeous. Add USVI to your vacation list by heading to visitusvi.com. That's visitusvi.com. USVI naturally in Rhythm. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 